My name is Ellie and welcome to my podcast in the highs and the lows. This podcast is a really cool opportunity for me to get to go on and talk with my friends about what God is doing in our lives because I truly believe that even though we are young, we have the impact to go and help as many people as we can and that's what I'm trying to do here. Uh, I'm so glad you're listening and I'm really excited for you to tune into this new episode. So go ahead and start listening right about now episode of in the highs in the lows today we're going over jonah i have a special guest what's up guys my name is mcguire mcguire was an intern at my church over the summer and now we go to the same college how about that yay i definitely convinced you probably um no it's definitely jesus but like <laughs> good try <laughs> um yeah so we were talking about jonah today uh but before we do mcguire tell us one fun fact one fun fact. Yeah, I didn't oh, prep for this. Yeah. Um, I, I normally don't. I go back and forth about whether or not I prep people for this. I prefer not to. <laughs> um, I, when I was like five, I lived in Japan for a couple years. Five, you did? Four, five, six years old, yeah. That's, oh, what, that's, that. that's, that's always cool. a. Yeah. And like a two truths and a lie, people usually think that's a lie. So. Yeah, I would have thought that was a lie as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty cool. That's, yeah, because your parents are in the military, right? Yes. That makes sense, yeah. We learned about Japan in my American history class today. Love Japan. Yeah, it was not that interesting that we learned about, though. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so you want to just lay out the story of Jonah for yeah. us? Jonah is such a good, quick read um, mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Old Testament before Jesus came. Um, and essentially, we have this guy who is in this city and the lord comes to him he's like hey i need you to go um to this city called nineveh and you're gonna tell them that they're literally gonna die if they don't repent of their sins Mm -hmm. and he's like uh no thanks so then he runs as far (laughs) as he possibly can from the lord he goes on Mm -hmm. a ship goes on this ship and then um there's a storm that comes right and in this storm um all these uh captains by the way, speaking of storms, we're in South Carolina right now. There's, and there's tornado sirens going off right now. That's what that is? Oh, <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now, um, that means we didn't die from a tornado because I could release it. So praise the Lord. <laughs> um, so there's this storm that comes. Yeah, kind of ironic. Uh, very coincidental. Um, we'll be fine. Uh, and Jonah's telling him like, oh yeah, like I ran away from God and all of these people are on the ship. They're like, not, they don't believe in God in any capacity at all. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, well like your God is causing this. So get off. So they throw him overboard. Essentially. He, he jumps off this ship. I don't remember if he gets thrown off or he jumps off either way. He jumps off, gets off the boat into the water and the Bible, the, the VBS answer is a whale swallows him, but the the text says that a huge fish swallows Great Jonah. Um, so could have been a shark. Could have been a shark. Could have yeah. been. It could have been a whale. It could have been just a really large goldfish. For all we know. Yeah. I mean, either they way, get pretty big. Either way, this guy Jonah, he's inside of a fish, right? Kind of an awkward moment for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where else is? In my experience in life, I know the Lord has stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. Um, with maybe not necessarily running away like across mm-hmm. multiple nations, but yeah. He'll, he'll put me in places where I just like have no other option but to listen to him. And that's exactly what happens here. And he, he's praying and he's like, I, I'm, I'm sorry for running. Like I'm, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm listening. Um, yeah. And he just, he has this huge, this huge prayer inside and 
basically the Lord is like, all right, like you're going to go do this thing. And he's in there for three days, which is obviously like kind of like this mini, could be this mini foreshadowing of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, Cause the old Testament is full of prophecies and just so these facts. little, these little things. And Jonah like, is a prophet. Exactly. Three, three days in this fish. And it says in the scriptures, in the last verse of Jonah two, um, and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. So that's always fun. Yeah. Um, little, little vulgar, vulgar, but you know, <laughs> You got to do what you got to do. So anyways, Jonah goes to Nineveh and he is to proclaim this message that like if they don't repent from their sin, um, it's a very simple thing. This is kind of like a, a modern day Las Vegas at this time, like a sin oh, okay, city okay. type thing. Um, and like they they will be destroyed kind of like a Sodom and Gomorrah kind of thing is what I imagined would be happening yeah. here. Um, and he, he goes there and proclaims this. Um, and he says, if you don't repent in 40 days, like you're going to be overthrown. Um, but as soon as they hear this message from Jonah, the king of Nineveh is like, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, you're right. Like, we are messed up. I, I didn't, that didn't even click until just now. Thank you for telling me. Like, like, oh, like, okay. Like, we're going to follow the Lord, like, immediately. It's so cool. But to our surprise, Jonah gets mad at this. It makes me so mad. Jonah gets mad at this, and he, he talks to the Lord. He's like, you told me to prophesy this is going to happen, and now you've spared them like i thought you said you're going to do this and there's this this whole situation where he is just angry at the lord and god's like is it right for you to be angry like i've like i've saved these people like you've yeah. done exactly what we wanted them to do um and the the story kind of kind of ends on a cliffhanger jonah kind of says i'm so angry i wish i were dead and the lord says you have been concerned about a plant that was that was covering him uh, trying for this this shelter after he left Nineveh. Um, Though you did not tend to it or make it grow, it sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and so many animals? And then it just stops there. The, Lord, the Lord's telling, them, telling Jonah right here, like, you're so concerned about this plant that I had covered for you for one day, and now it's gone, now you're mad. Well, what about these 120,000 people that are now saved because you went and proclaimed my name? Yeah. And then it just stops. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no way of knowing if Jonah, you know, talks to the Lord. He's like, you know, like, I'm sorry, you're right. Or if there's no way of knowing. But we do know that this city of Nineveh was bad, and now they are trying to follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's the as fast overview as I can of Jonah. It's only four chapters. It's yeah. like 15 or 20 verses each. That was probably like 15 minutes fa like faster than the normal version. The normal version is yeah. not that long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy awesome story, but it, it just shows that the Lord's faithfulness to his people at large, yet we can also see ourselves in Jonah too, with just in running from the Lord in commands, um, getting angry with the Lord when things don't go our way, um, all sorts of things like that. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so this series is the Despite series, which, yeah, I did come up with the name myself. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, but it's all about how there's parts of us that are messed up from the sinful world, mm -hmm. and God uses those parts. Like, despite those parts, God still uses us. So what would those things for Jonah be? Those things in, in Jonah's life, like, I mean, he's running. He runs away immediately. Yeah. And the Lord stops him. He gets off his boat in the fish. Okay, I'm here. Okay, here we go. And then he goes, and then he proclaims. Mm -hmm. And still in Jonah's sin, he gets mad at God for not pretty much having them be perished. Mm -hmm. And now he's mad again. So despite, like, Jonah still being 
disobedient in a sense throughout almost the whole story because even when he does go to Nineveh, I'm sure he's kind of like kicking himself as he goes. Oh like, yeah, Ugh. no, he's like, like, come on, dude, like really, like, I why really have to go here. Why do I gotta go you put do me this? Put me in a fish, and now I have to go preach to these people. Like, yeah. come on. And when we look at this, it's like, man, like, like I said, we can see ourselves in Jonah in moments where we're disobeying when we're in a season of a very low time Mm -hmm. yet the lord can still use people that we don't expect Mm -hmm. in their own brokenness as well Mm -hmm. yeah that's really really good um i don't really have another question but um i do want to say i think it's really interesting how um like thinking about ourselves are when god calls us to something are we running away and then on top of that um when god calls us are we happy when he actually does something or are we sitting out when he does something and then so we go to the same church Mm -hmm. uh when i'm in south carolina but um so at church we've been talking about john it's something that um our pastor really preached about this sunday was about how like how genuine is your faith and i almost think that that's a situation that can apply here because it's like how genuinely does jonah know god because if he genuinely knew god like would this be what's happening um, I had I can see your phone right now. He has something pulled up, but I was thinking of the same thing. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, no, I pulled up, and this is something that I went through. So I was in Austin, Texas, at Elliot's Church Yay. as an intern, Austin Ridge Bible Church, over the summer. But I did take one week um, to come back here to South Carolina to take my kids at church here to their youth camp, mm-hmm. and this was um, a big theme over the whole time. And it was Luke 15. It's the all the par- parable of the lost coin, the lost sheep, and the lost son. And this is almost a perfect picture of what happens also in Jonah, yes. in a sense. Um, yeah. And you said you were also thinking of this. Yeah, the ending of the prodigal son. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have the we have the story of the prodigal son. We have a son, then he and their dad splits the the property between two of his sons, and one of them stays and works for the father. And the other one just takes all of the wealth that he just got, and he just leaves. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out to these these distant areas and then a severe famine goes and knocks out everything that the son that ran off goes and gets he, mm-hmm. he runs away from the father tries to do his own thing yeah and now he's he's broke he's lonely he has really nothing else um so he comes to his senses and he he comes back um and he's he's saying in this well, Jesus is explaining that he is saying, like, I'm going to come to my father. I'm going to be like, forgive me, um, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Like, mm-hmm. I, will work, I will work for you. Mm-hmm. So then he comes to his, his father. He comes back home, and he starts getting the words out, like, I have sinned against heaven and you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even get to the part of him saying, I am no longer worthy to be called your son, because the father says, well, come, like, let's celebrate. You're back. Like, you're so home. So exciting. Thank goodness you're here. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. then we all, then we have the other son who's been loyal and working, mm-hmm. and he gets angry. He's like, well, I've been here this whole time. Why are we, why have we not celebrated me? But it's like, no, look, we've, we, you've been good to go. This one that was lost is now found. Yeah. And we can look at Jonah in this sense, like you ran away from the Lord. He, he put you back on track after this situation with the fish happened. And now you come back and now you can proclaim my name and kind of to Jonah is a mix of both of these people because, you know, the other one gets angry and then Jonah mm-hmm. gets angry. Um, but that's like almost a picture perfect parable. And he's saying these parables to the people that know this story of Jonah. Yes. Yeah, and I think, um, thinking about this story, so I have siblings. I actually don't know if you have siblings. I am an only child. Okay, so I I have two siblings. I have a sister and a brother, and me and my sister are three and a half years apart in age. So 
if my sister one day decided to run away with half of my family's money and be like, yeah, no, I'm out, and I was left to fend, like, her, I was left to do her part, I would be mad, I would be, like, the entire time she would be gone, even if I knew she would be gone forever, I would just be pissed the entire time, like, oh, I have to go do her chores now, I have to go clean her room, like, who's gonna watch my fish when I'm at college? (laughs) Um, she is watching my fish at home. Um, but, like, all these things, so I'm thinking, like, the brother's like, why aren't I being celebrated? Like, why isn't this about me? It's like, well, first of all, you've been here the whole time. Second of all, what were you like that whole time? Because we don't see that. It's a parable, so we don't know a whole time about the story. It's just a story that Jesus tells. But you have to wonder if this was a real story. Was that brother just angry the whole time? Because that's the situation I'd be in. It's it's very possible. Um, kind of like a whole kicking yourself thing. But he also does have some of that that wealth and stuff. So he's 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 straight chilling. Like he's mm-hmm. doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Which it, it, you can also relate it just in a life of an everyday. I don't want to say everyday Christian, but just living life every single day. Like mm-hmm. we can follow the rules. We can follow and live by the Bible in accordance to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And then just something absolutely horrible happens. And yeah. It's like God, what? Like I've been obedient. Like I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can even look at Job. Like we can. I was going to say that. we can yeah. bring it into that too. Like yeah. Like he's been doing. We've been doing everything right, and then everything still falls apart in our life. And that's when we have to realize, like, our firm foundation is is not on the world. It's just on mm-hmm. Christ alone. Yeah. Yeah, and I think part of that is like learning, like you said, like learning who your firm foundation is, and on top of that, like if your firm foundation is celebrating, you should be celebrating. And I think that's really good like in modern culture like we often struggle to celebrate each other because like culture is all about like you 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 like how can you do better how can you be celebrated all this stuff and it also can be just competition with other people like i want to be better than that person like in jobs and work whatever it is better grades yeah like even like we're here in school like am i getting better grades than the other people at bible school with me (laughs) because it's like calm down this is bible school you're learning about the bible focus on that not beating out the other kids in your class i get jealous when people like preach better than me or like Mm -hmm. they'll make a point in class i'm like oh man like that should have been me i I knew that that. but i did not say it yeah like i'll get jealous and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff just because that's my natural pride and sin that's in my head Mm -hmm. yeah no i think that's so good it's just like where was I? I don't even remember where I was trying. Um, but just this idea of like, we are constantly trying to be the one praised when it's like at the end of the day, when are we going to realize that first of all, there's never a time when we should be praised because we are never going to be anything like near Jesus. And none of us here on earth deserve to be praised. And I think sometimes we fall under this illusion like, oh, I, I know Jesus, like I'm not going to hell. I should be praised for that. It's like, no, you not going to hell is the praise. Yeah. Like get off your high horse and realize like you having jesus is all the praise you will ever need and if you feel like you need more then you need to turn back to jesus because mm-hmm. there's something iffy there yeah because he's the only one that's worthy of any of these things mm-hmm. um because we are very 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 inadequate people as moses says over and over yes um, in exodus and throughout the entire pentateuch i've been going through that right now it's been mm-hmm. amazing yeah well, I think that's really good. Do you have any other final points? Um, not fully, but I just, in the term or in the idea theme, I couldn't think of the word, the theme of despite, mm-hmm. despite the circumstances, um, it's, it's a mystery for me to wonder, was Jonah a sinful man and continued just to disobey, yet 
in his sin like he was still used for the glory of God that's something that I've always wondered with this story if that makes sense um, because obviously he kind of had these prophetic situations happen to him and he was able to tell Nineveh like this is what's going to happen to you if you don't but like I said Jonah 4 kind of ends on a cliffhanger so mm-hmm. also in our lives we want to look for situations where there are outside things happening I guess mm-hmm from things that may not look like they're from God, but they still can be used for his glory. Even if it's not like in our mind, like a, a Christian situation, a Christian thing, I think that's just something that we should stay mindful of, that the Lord can work in anything. If we don't look for God in literally every person we talk to, everything that yes. we do, like we're, we're kind of missing the mark because that's keeping God in a box. Yeah, and I think like if we're not looking for God and everything, are we training ourselves to be like God or training ourselves to be like Jonah? Because in a way, like we are training ourselves to be like Jonah when we are not searching for God in all of these areas. Because mm-hmm. like you see God's movement, like God's footsteps in every like part of the story, but you only like hear him twice. You hear him at the end, you hear him at the beginning, but yeah. he has like plays all over the entire thing. Yeah, he's kinda... actually no, you hear him through all of Jonah too. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's <there>. kind of. <laughs> Jonah keeps like going on this like zigzag path on like the very narrow path that is towards towards God towards heaven mm-hmm. um, at that time not really towards Christ but also towards Christ if, yeah. if you know what I mean because it's Old Testament yeah but he's kind of like ping ponging back and forth like a little little unstable with these kind of things but mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting to just wonder what ends up happening with Jonah that's something that I wish I knew yeah um, will we see Jonah in heaven all the things like that but at the same time like. 120,000 people that day were pretty much saved and like praise the Lord for that. Old Testament version of saved which is like whoa. Like we realize our sin let's do our sacrifices let's you know Mm -hmm. go to the altar do all the things that we need to do so yeah praise the Lord for all of that and using Jonah Mm -hmm. in that sense but hey like look for God to be used in every single thing that's that's my main my main takeaway despite the circumstances that's the theme there we go there we go yeah yeah good job Okay, cool. Well, thank y'all all so much for listening. Um, we are also going to have McGuire's girlfriend on the podcast soon. Let's go. Did she tell you about that? I'm sorry. Yeah, she, yeah, she okay. told me that you asked her too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, y'all were the two people here who I knew who knew hey. Jesus well. So um, she's going to be on it at some point in the future. I don't know exactly when that is. You'll probably have another solo episode out before then, which is me. But that's okay. Um, but I hope y'all all really enjoyed listening. Um, if you have free time, if you like this story, there's a song called Nineveh by Brooke Leiterwood who sings Honey the Rock, and I really like that song. <laughs> Would recommend. Um, but besides that, if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, go check out our Instagram at inthehighs.inthelows where you could find all of the updates on new episodes. Um, and also, I occasionally drop, drop merch like today I did. Yeah, drop merch. I think I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah it was uh, Jesus' epic dog. And then it was just a period. <laughs> and then on the back, it's the logo. So that's really sick and they're all decently affordable it's like a 20 dollars shirt that's, that's not bad, bad. That's yeah not bad at all. so um hi everybody you go check that out um yeah thank you so much for listening see you next time